You're listening to an interviewing podcast specifically created for the University of Wisconsin Lacrosse. The course, Communication Studies 351, Interviewing Principles and Processes. I am Dr. Ashley Hannah Edwards, and I am your professor for this course. This episode focuses on identifying what an interview is and why we can consider it a part of interpersonal communication. So I'm going to start by defining an interview, and then I'm going to talk about some of the characteristics of interviews and how they differ from other forms of conversation before moving into an explanation of how we can draw from interpersonal communication in order to help to better understand the interviewing process. So to begin, I borrow this definition of interviewing from Stewart and Cash. These are communication scholars who have written a pretty popular interviewing textbook, although it's not the one that we use. They define interview as an interactional communication process between two parties, at least one of whom has a predetermined and serious purpose that involves the asking and answering of questions. So if we were going to break that down into fundamental characteristics of interviews, we could start by first and foremost acknowledging that interviews have two distinct parties and that those parties are generally um, predetermined and assigned. So most of the time when we walk into an interview, we know who the interviewer is and we know who the interviewee is. And depending on the context of interviewing, as we will talk about in another episode, the power differential might go either direction. So we have some instances where the interviewer clearly holds a lot of power, like an employment interview, and we have other contexts of interviewers of interviews where the interviewer might hold less power. So I can think about um, instances of uh, you know night show hosts who talk to celebrities or of uh, a student doing an informational interview to learn more about a potential career. The second fundamental characteristic of an interview that we can take from that definition is that there is a predetermined and serious purpose. All this means is that you kind of know in advance what the interview is about, which isn't always true, as we'll talk about in our conversations. The third fundamental characteristic of an interview that we can take from that definition is that there's some level of structure. So whether that the structure is simply knowing who asks the questions and who answers the questions, or um, it's clear that we have like a preparation phase, the interview phase, and then some sort of aftermath or follow-up. The fourth fundamental characteristic of an interview is that it's interactional. So there is sharing and exchanging of information and both parties should be participating. And then the final fundamental characteristic of an interview is that it utilizes questions. And we'll talk a lot more about questions in a separate podcast. It's valuable for us to recognize, though, that interviews can look a lot different than what 
probably most of us call to mind. So many of us, when we think about an interview, our mind immediately jumps to an employment interview. But really, any conversation where we have two parties, we have a clear predetermined purpose, there's some level of structure, there's an expectation of interaction, and someone is using questions, those characteristics can exist in situations we wouldn't necessarily think of as interviews. Let me give you a good example, Uh, an example that's uh, personally very relevant. I have two siblings who are getting married in the next year, and uh, one in the fall, one in the spring. And in order for both of those things to happen, there was an interview. Believe it or not, both people were either interviewed or interviewed someone else in order to make this like relational milestone happen. Uh, So one of my siblings is the person who proposed to their partner, and one of my siblings is the person who was proposed to by their partner. And if we think about a marriage proposal, most of us would not think of that as an interview. In fact, if I had thought about marriage proposals as interviews prior to experiencing my own marriage proposal, it might have put me in a slightly different headspace. Uh, But when we think about a marriage proposal, we generally have two distinct parties. We have some sort of predetermined uh, serious purpose, at least some of the time, right? So maybe not all interview, uh, maybe not all proposals count as interviews. There's usually some level of structure. It's pretty clear who's going to be asking and who's going to be answering. Uh, It is interactional, so there's an expectation of participation from both parties, and there's usually at least one very clear question. Now, I alluded to this a second ago, but not all marriage proposals would meet these fundamental characteristics for an interview, right? A spontaneous proposal where nobody has planned the question in advance is a good example. Another potentially confounding example is I'm not sure about you but like I love those TikTok videos where like one person proposes and the other person like runs over to their bag and pulls out a ring because they were also planning to propose like at the same event and so in those instances too it gets a little bit murky because the distinction of which party and which role uh, becomes a little muddy. Clearly, we think of employment interviews as fitting the model of an interview, but other examples of pretty common everyday interviews include things like the questionnaires your professors might give you at the start of a class, uh, a session, or a semester. It could include therapy appointments, doctor's visits, It can include, um, you know, the questions that your parents ask you in great detail before they meet a dating partner for the first time or before you go on vacation with your friend's family. So it's really valuable for us to recognize that when we're talking about interviews, most of us immediately jump to employment interviews, but there are really a myriad of different forms of interviews that we could talk about. When we start to view interviewing in this broader way, it becomes difficult to tease out what's an interview and what's a conversation. So the similarities are that both are logically organized thoughts. Both include messages that are tailored to our fellow communicator. Both often include the use of story 
and both tend to have adaptation to feedback. The major differences, though, between interviews and conversation are in the level of structure and the level of formality. Now, that said, level of structure can vary pretty wildly across interviews, as can level of formality. But in general, we see a higher level of structure and a higher level of formality in an interview than we do in other types of communication or conversation. We can have a whole variety of different types of interviews. We talked about uh, employment interviews, but there's also performance reviews. There are persuasive interviews. So uh, somebody trying to sell you something can be an example of a persuasive interview. There are survey interviews, focus interviews. So really, uh, the sky's the limit. There are a lot of different ways that this context of communication can be applied. We also know and we'll be focusing quite a bit this session on how technology can mediate interviews. So what changes when the interview is happening over the phone or through video conference or in some sort of other simulated way. So some companies have even moved to conducting interviews uh, in standardized ways where there's a pre-recorded interviewer and then as the interviewee your role is simply to respond to uh, either a recording of a live person or even perhaps uh, some sort of computer uh, generated human or avatar. So when we think about what makes interviewing interpersonal then it really has to do with the fact that we have these two distinct parties that are communicating with each other in a way that's dyadic, so in a back and forth way that is informed by both of them and their relational history. So some interviews, we don't know anything about the person we're interviewing or being interviewed by. Other times we're interviewing someone where there is an existing connection, like a marriage proposal. And in all interviews, there's a need for relational competence, for you to be able to determine who your interview or interviewee is and to be responsive to that. When we think about that then, it's valuable for us to recognize that um, there are a lot of different interpersonal variables that we can consider to make us more or less successful in the interviewing context. Uh, one of the things that we can think about is similarity between the interviewer and interviewee. And if you listen to the episode I recorded with Dr. Leahy about rapport building, um, you'll hear that identifying similarity can be a really powerful way of building that connection. So finding out that you like the same sports team, have the same hobbies, uh, like to drink the same kind of coffee, whatever it might be. Another important relational or interpersonal dimension is inclusion. So making that person feel like they're valued and that they are part of the decision-making process, uh, depending on the context affection. Uh, we also need to consider then power dynamics, which are interpersonal, and trust, which uh, there's some good TED Talks that we'll share about that. So overall, what we want to consider is that interviews really kind of span a wide variety of different examples of communication events. Some of them are very relational. Some of them were interacting with people who are virtual strangers. 
And across all of those, we can see these consistent expectations that the interview is a little bit more structured. It has at least two parties. It has some sort of pre-existing purpose. And then more than that, that we can view it as an interpersonal communication event. And so we can pull on all of our existing knowledge of interpersonal communication and how to talk to another person. And we can think about all of those variables and considerations within the interviewing context.